Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spatza on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 6th of December 2021. This is Daily Sports News. Fast and Furious. This is a theme song for Formula One. And Formula One is going down to the wire. Formula One Championship, that is. Uh, yesterday was uh, the day of the Grand Prix Saudi Arabia at Jeddah. This Grand Prix was marred by controversy from the very beginning because of a really bad human rights record of Saudi Arabia. Not only they have the ruler Mohammed bin Salman, who's accused of ordering murder of a dissident journalist Khashoggi, the journalist for Washington Post, who was murdered in Istanbul in the consulate of Saudi Arabia. Mohammed bin Salman is accused of ordering that murder. But last night he was shown as part of the whitewashing effort of Saudi Arabia to whitewash their image in the world through sports and they are organizing Formula One just for that reason. Also, obviously, they do other uh, events uh, in sports such as uh, golfing tournaments to try and whitewash their image or trying to buy. And they bought, indeed, a Newcastle United uh, Premiership Football Club uh, again um, in an effort to whitewash Saudi Arabia uh, image in the world. There was obviously controversy uh, before that race, uh, whether this race should have been uh, even held 
held in Saudi Arabia is another issue. Uh, humans, human rights organizations wrote to organizers of Formula One races that they should speak out against the laws, the terrible laws in Saudi Arabia. Uh, only recently women uh, were allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia, but nevertheless, uh, the women who were fighting for that right are still in jail. Also, terrible uh, laws are uh, pertaining to the rights of the uh, minorities, sexual minorities, LGBT, and uh, uh, these organizations also wrote to drivers to speak out uh, against uh, these terrible laws. Uh, the only one person who did speak out was Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he did not fail. Just as in Qatar, uh, he did mention that uh, it is not his choice to compete in Saudi Arabia. It is the uh, Formula One race organizers who do that. Uh, he mentioned terrible laws pertaining to the LGBT community where uh, the uh, the LGBT community is being threatened by uh, jail or by flogging uh, if uh, they are caught uh, in the normal acts of human behavior. Normal regarded normal in all civilized world but not in Saudi Arabia. Uh, so um, the Saudi Arabians obviously are trying to wash their image and are successful in it because yesterday the TV images showed um, Mohammed bin Salman being present at Jeddah and enjoying uh, the race of Formula One. And what a race it was. It was uh, quite chaotic, although the start of that race uh, was uh, quite calm. Uh, perhaps the reason for that was that uh, earlier in Formula Two race, one car did not uh, start properly and another car uh, crashed into it and then two drivers were transported to hospital. Apparently nothing serious has actually happened happened and uh, these are no life uh, threatening injuries but still obviously uh, the Formula One drivers watched that race and were, and were cautious right at the start. Earlier on, on Saturday, all the drivers were competing for uh, the positions on the grid and it looked uh, like uh, Max Verstappen was the fastest. He made a really, really fast lap towards the end, just a few seconds before the qualifying session was over. But then uh, marginally, just maybe five centimeters, he ran into the wall and pretty much uh, his challenge was over. That meant that Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas were going to start from the front of the grid, a one and two position. Max Verstappen was destined to start uh, from the third place. As I mentioned, the start itself was calm. Uh, Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas held their positions. Uh, but uh, then, after about 10 laps, uh, there were crashes all over the place. Uh, and uh, the organizers had to uh, introduce the safety car, which uh, Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas used to change their tires. They went into the pit lane to change that. It looked like it was a really, really smart decision because uh, they were then on fresh tires, even though they had to concede uh, the, n the number one spot uh, in, on, on the uh, track to uh, Max Verstappen, but they looked uh, well positioned with the fresh tires. But then organizers made a decision that all the drivers will need to line up in the pit lane because uh, in order to clear the track of the debris, it would require uh, stopping the race, which then meant that that decision uh, was favoring Max Verstappen, who could then change his tires and would uh, start from the front uh, of the grid this time around. When the race restarted, Max Verstappen uh, kind of uh, was uh, slow on that start. Uh, Lewis Hamilton was really fast and uh, Max Verstappen had to go off the track in order to maintain the uh, top spot. That was uh, then noticed by the race stewards 
who then decided that Max Verstappen would need to give that position back. Uh, he wouldn't do that immediately because the race was stopped yet again. Uh, there were crashes again. Uh, Mick Schumacher go off the track, uh, which uh, this crash looked uh, looked terrible, but uh, he was unscathed. But uh, there was just so many debris again on the track and. Uh, the decision was again to line up all the bullet, all, all the uh, cars in the pit lane. Um, this time, it was uh, Lewis Hamilton who had to be in front of uh, Max Verstappen with uh, Esteban Ocon starting from pole position. Uh, after the restart, this time, it was Max Verstappen and Ocon who were fastest and they sandwiched uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, right uh, at, the, uh, at the home straight. Uh, so Max Verstappen managed to uh, get to the front. Uh, Esteban was second. Lewis Hamilton was held in the third position. Lewis Hamilton obviously had a, a faster car, so he did overtake uh, Esteban Ocon. And it looked like uh, Lewis Hamilton's tires were performing better than those of Max Verstappen. And then lap after lap at that magnificent track at Jeddah, which is um, situated right on the coast of the Dead Sea and uh, obviously was lit up. The race started at about 8.30pm local time and 6.30pm Central European time. Lewis, uh, Lewis Hamilton was making inroads into Max Verstappen leads and then obviously turned on DRS and uh, was able to overtake uh, Verstappen which uh, to which uh, Verstappen reacted and pretty much veered off the track uh, and uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton was unable to hold on to that position. Uh, right after that, the uh, stewards of the race decided that uh, this was uh, a wrong maneuver by uh, by Verstappen and told him that they would uh, that uh, Max Verstappen would need to relinquish the top position to uh, Lewis uh, Hamilton. Uh, strangely enough, that uh, information was uh, not shared with Lewis Hamilton, who then watched Max Verstappen slow down on the straight, didn't know, Lewis Hamilton didn't know what Max Verstappen was doing, so he hit the brakes too late and crashed into the back of Max Verstappen. This was a bizarre, a bizarre incident. Max Verstappen didn't know what was happening. Lewis Hamilton didn't know what was happening. Uh, then Lewis Hamilton did not overtake uh, Max Verstappen, and then uh, stewards decided that uh, Max Verstappen would be penalized by five seconds. So then uh, they were unsure, uh, Red Bull that is, uh, whether or not Max Verstappen was going to uh, have to uh, relinquish that position again to Lewis Hamilton. So Max Verstappen did that, uh, to which uh, Christian Horner reacted, you didn't have to do that, but that it doesn't matter anymore. That was a comment by uh, Christian Horner, the manager of uh, Red Bull. Uh, the reason why he was down a little bit was that uh, he did know that Max Verstappen tires were not performing that well and sooner or later he would be uh, overtaken by Lewis uh, Hamilton. Uh, Max Verstappen uh, gave uh, away that uh, top place to Lewis Hamilton and then was losing ground to uh, to Lewis uh, who was performing really really well. Uh, uh, Mercedes was uh, the fastest car uh, on the track. Uh, Max Verstappen and Red Bull were still considering whether or not to change tower tires yet again to go for the fastest lap at least which is awarded with a point but the decided against it because uh, Esteban Ocon was just 24 seconds behind uh, Max Verstappen and it was a touch-and-go situation if Max Verstappen went to uh, the pit lane and exchanged the, and changed the tyres, he could have conceded that position to Esteban Ocon. The race was fought to the last straight between Valtteri Bottas and Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon fought really, really hard but was unable to uh, hold on to the that third place to that podium finish which then was taken by Valtteri Bottas. 
This was an exhausting race. Uh, usually, you, we see the uh, the sites of celebration, and obviously there was some of that. But uh, we could watch uh, all of the, the top drivers: Lewis Hamilton, uh, uh, Max Verstappen, and uh, Valtteri Bottas, uh, trying to uh, get some liquids, trying to get hydrated again. They were absolutely exhausted by the events uh, of the evening. But all in all, after that race, uh, Hamilton uh, got 25 points, Max Verstappen only 18, additional point for uh, Hamilton for the fastest lap, and the 8-point advantage that Max Verstappen uh, held over Lewis Hamilton coming into that race all disappeared. Both drivers are now on 369.5 points with just one race to go. That one race is going to be held in uh, the United Arab Emirates at Abu Dhabi. All to play for, both in the uh, Drivers' and Constructors' Championship. In the Constructors' Championship, Mercedes has got advantage over Red Bull, but if the race goes Red Bull's way, then everything will be different. This was a magnificent race, obviously marred by controversy uh, being held in Jeddah. Uh, the organizers were slow to react uh, on debris being scattered all over the place at the track. Uh, after the race, Lewis Hamilton was complaining about uh, Max Verstappen saying that he uh, drives uh, outside the rules, not driving by uh, the rules. The pair obviously repeatedly clashed and Mercedes won that race but Lewis Hamilton obviously wanted to stay on the track because he knew that if both of them veered off the track then it would play into Max Verstappen advantage since he had an 8 point advantage going into uh, that race. So obviously Lewis Hamilton wanted to do everything he could to remain on track and he used all his experience to do that. Max Verstappen was dismissive about that those comments made by Lewis uh, Hamilton. Uh, he was mentioning uh, that emotions were running high at the time. And it is what it is. This is what Max Verstappen said. I don't agree with the decisions, but I don't want to waste too much time on it because we don't need to make headlines out of it. They, Mercedes, don't deserve that. So it was a, a really high ground that Max Verstappen did, not commenting on the situations which were very controversial uh, on the track. I definitely feel that uh, there were scenarios where that was the case. Uh, there isn't, uh, this isn't the first time I have had to avoid collisions and that is how I felt in the moment. Uh, this is what Lewis Hamilton uh, said about uh, Verstappen apparently driving dangerously. He's over the limit for sure. I've avoided collision on so many occasions with the guy and I don't always mind being the one that does that because you live to fight another day, which I did. Lewis Hamilton will fight for his eighth already uh, championship, driver's championship, whereas uh, Max Verstappen will be fighting for his first one. Uh, the Formula One driver's championship is uh, incredibly nicely poised. Uh, Lewis Hamilton was the only driver who spoke against the terrible laws uh, that uh, are being imposed on the LGBT community in Saudi Arabia. He wore a helmet with a rainbow on it, so he did make a statement and we congratulate him for it. Uh, Blinded by Rainbows is a song by Rolling Stones, which we dedicate to Lewis Hamilton, who won the F1 Grand Prix at Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and is now joint leader of the Drivers' Championship. Did you ever feel the pain That he felt upon the cross did you ever feel the knife Tearing flesh that's all so soft 
Blinded by rainbows. Certainly, Lewis Hamilton was not blinded blinded by rainbows. He wore a, a helmet with a rainbow on it to fight to show how that he cares about the LGBT community in Saudi Arabia, which is obviously threatened by the terrible laws that are in force in this country. It was a difficult uh, uh, evening yesterday for uh, the football fan because there was a Formula One being held at the same time as the American football games were going into the final minutes. And at the same time, uh, golf was being played uh, at Bahamas. Difficult to choose, difficult to follow. Uh, close finishes in American football as usual. Let's start our review with 
the Sunday night game, though. Kansas City Chiefs were hosting Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, freshly from their win against Dallas Cowboys with a beautiful performance of their defense. This time, it was Kansas City Chiefs defense, which proved to be better. Kansas City Chiefs really smothered Denver Broncos offense, allowing only nine points. It was not only Daniel Sorensen's pick six, which pretty much wrapped up the blowout win for Kansas City, but also others in that a team who were really, really playing well against uh, Teddy Bridgewater and his offense. In the loss, uh, 22-9, Denver Broncos had some really uh, good uh, performances of the rookies. Uh, Melvin Gordon was inactive, but Javonte Williams, uh, a rookie second rounder, uh, had an opportunity to perform and he did perform really well. He had a 100-yard rushing and a 75 receiving yards in a game. Also, Patrick Sertain II, who is a rookie first round corner for Denver Broncos, played really well and had his third interception in two games. This is a really good performance by Denver Broncos first rounder and something to build on potentially going forward. As far as the Kansas City Chiefs are concerned, it seems that even if there is no passing that touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes, who has got a four million, 400 million plus contract for the next four years, but has gone consecutive games without a touchdown pass. But it seems that in those games where Patrick Mahomes does not score touchdowns, they, Kansas City Chiefs, that is, are winning. Five wins and only one loss in games where Patrick Mahomes does not not throw a touchdown. Uh, but that game that uh, Kansas City Chiefs are playing recently is not pretty. We are used to some blow-up performances uh, of their offense, but um, instead we had some uh, dropped passes, especially by Tyreek Hill, who dropped three times passes uh, of Patrick Mahomes. There was also an interception by Patrick Mahomes, consecutive interception uh, for him, and it's, uh, I think, the 12th interception in the season uh, for for uh, Patrick Mahomes. This is a uh, career high. Uh, 12 uh, uh, interceptions he had in 2018. For uh, uh, Denver Broncos uh, quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, this was a pedestrian performance, uh, 6 of 13, only for 74 yards and interception when under pressure. So not a good performance by Denver Broncos uh, quarterback. A win by Kansas City Chiefs, they are top of their division and who knows, perhaps they could be even the number one seed going into playoffs, especially if that offense starts clicking again, which probably it should. A, a number of other interesting games were played uh, last night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, returned to a really good form uh, with uh, Tom Brady throwing 368 yards and four touchdowns. Two of them to a longtime favorite target, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, this combination of uh, Tom Brady Rob, Rob Gronkowski uh, seems to be a uh, important for uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their quest for repeating the Super Bowl win from last season. When Rob Gronkowski is not there, it seems Tom Brady does not have such stellar performances. Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, dispatched Atlanta Falcons to 30 to 17. No problem for them. Baltimore Ravens were playing in their grudge match against Pittsburgh Steelers. It's already it's been already the 30th uh, confrontation between John Harbour, the coach of Baltimore Ravens, and Mike Tomlin 
coach of Pittsburgh Steelers. Before that game, uh, a slight advantage, uh, Mike Tomlin, uh, 15 wins and 14 losses. This time, John Harbaugh had a chance to equal uh, the score, but uh, he went went for it. He went for it. He risked it all. Uh, it is very rare that if you are within just one point and 12 seconds to go uh, that you just and if you just scored a touchdown that you go for a two-point conversion to go for a win rather than uh, to go for a guaranteed one point uh, and uh, uh, going to an extra time John Harbour went for the win that gamble uh, cost the Baltimore Ravens uh, and uh, uh, made uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in the mix for the AFC North title. Baltimore Ravens lost 19-20. to Incredible. Lamar Jackson's had a touchdown, passed to Sammy Watkins and got the Ravens within just one point with 12 seconds to go. But rather than turn to the star kicker, Justin Tucker, for an almost automatic yard, a 35-yard extra point, the Ravens went for the knockout punch, but the Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews couldn't hold in the flip by Jackson and the Steelers recovered an onside kick to to seal the game. A strange situation, but John Harbour is someone who does risk it all sometimes, and he sometimes is rewarded because he already has been the winner of Super Bowl. So sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it does not prove to be the right decision. Los Angeles Rams, the star-studded Los Angeles Rams, after three losses in succession, were hosting at the SoFi Stadium, Jackson, the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. They couldn't lose, could they? No. Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham Jr. caught touchdown passes from Matthew Stafford and Los Angeles Rams managed to snap their three-game losing streak. Finally, they started performing but it is very difficult to judge the performance against such a lowly opposition as Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence who are not really playing well this season. Matthew Stafford finally had a good game passed for 295 yards whereas Sonny Michel who is the running back for the Los Angeles Rams managed to rush for 121 yards and a score for the Rams. The Los Angeles Rams have got eight uh, wins and four losses uh, and started December pretty well. Uh, San Francisco played against Seattle Seahawks and we had some terrible scenes early on where uh, a defender of San Francisco crashed into his teammate and had to be stretched off the field with an ambulance taking him to the hospital. Apparently everything is okay, uh, but uh, that really didn't look look, look good. Uh, after that uh, uh, situation, San Francisco couldn't really get uh, back to business and uh, Russell Wilson played his best game for Seattle Seahawks since returning from his finger surgery uh, and threw for 231 yards and uh, two touchdowns right after that uh, terrible uh, terrible crash of two San Francisco defenders uh, Seattle Seahawks stuns uh, San Francisco 49ers by uh, going for a fake punt and scored uh, on that uh, play. Arizona Cardinals were visiting at Chicago Bears and it seemed like uh, this was a perfect uh, football weather for Chicago. It was raining, it was uh, cold, but uh, it seemed that that weather uh, didn't help Chicago Bears more than it uh, uh, is that, 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 that it destroyed the chances of Arizona Cardinals. It was Andy Dalton who played a really abysmal game for Chicago Bears. Uh, he threw two interceptions early on and uh, that game uh, was already out of reach uh, for Chicago Bears. Kyler Murray returned for Arizona Cardinals. He threw for two touchdowns and ran uh, for two more in his return. 
and uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, especially Andy Dalton, had a terrible game. But there were some good performances of Chicago Bears. Defense were not playing that badly, but if they had a field of about 20 yards to defend, it's very difficult against Kyler Murray and uh, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but uh, Montgomery, the running back of Chicago Bears, had a really, really good game. There was a plan for Chicago Bears in that weather to run the ball. But if you throw interceptions like that, like Andy Dalton, then you cannot win any game. Cincinnati Bengals were hoping to continue their good form, but unfortunately for them, it was the good Los Angeles Chargers who turned up to that game. Justin Herbert threw all three of his touchdown passes in the first half and uh, the visiting Los Angeles Chargers they managed to survive a late scare and earned the victory over Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it was a tough game uh, for the second-year quarterback for, for Cincinnati Bengal, uh, Bengals, Joe Burrow. Uh, he had uh, some uh, good performances this season, but this wasn't one of them. Joe Mixon uh, played well until uh, he fumbled the ball, uh, which ended up with being a pick six for Los Angeles Chargers defense. A big upset in Las Vegas. Heavy favorite uh, Las Vegas Raiders lost to Washington football team. Uh, Tyler Heineke is not being given enough credit for what he does. He threw two touchdown passes and set up new kicker Brian Jackson's game-winning 48-yard field goal with just 37 seconds to go and led Washington football team to a 17-15 victory. It was a hard-fought victory, but Tyler Heineke did it again and yet again. He's not being given credit for it. Indianapolis Colts uh, did not waste any time and dismantled Houston Texans 31 to nothing but Houston Texans are in total disarray uh, after that issue with Deshaun uh, Watson they just cannot get the the grips uh, together uh, and lost 31 nothing Miami Dolphins beat New York Giants 22 9 and Philadelphia Eagles uh, went uh, for an easy win against lowly New York Jets 33-18. The most interesting game which went down to the wire was played at Detroit. Detroit Lions who have not won a game for about 364 days pretty much a year managed to get a win in just final seconds of their matchup against uh, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings who played some really really close games this season, this time, it was a heartbreak. Uh, the Lions finally found a way uh, to a victory. Jared Goff threw an 11-yard touchdown pass to Amon Ra St. Brown as time expired. And uh, Detroit Lions won against Minnesota Vikings 29-27. to The finish was dramatic. The finish was stunning. Goff led the Lions on a 75-yard decisive drive with no timeouts left after Kirk Cousins threw a go-ahead touchdown pass to Justin Jefferson with just 1 minute and 50 seconds left. Jared Goff did remember that he's a good quarterback, that he played really well for Los Angeles Rams and he threw a bullet to Amon Ross and Brown and gave Detroit Lions the first victory of the season. They had a draw, but did not have a win since December 2020. We've got a song for Detroit Lions, for Jared Goff and for uh, for the coach. The coach seems to be really in it and he seems to be fighting for everything, even uh, though this is a losing season for Detroit Lions. But we applaud this type of performance, this time or this type of uh, a grinding win against Minnesota, the Vikings. Eminem is an artist from Detroit and this is his song, Stan. 
to yourself. What the hell? You don't like it? Stanley! Stanley! Don't, don't call me Stan- that! Don't call me that! you are taking this too far?
I really think you and your girlfriend need each other But maybe you just need to treat her better I hope you get to read this letter I just hope it reaches you in time Before you hurt yourself I think that you'll be doing just fine If you relax a little I'm glad I inspire you with Stan Why are you so mad? Try to understand That I do want you as a fan I just don't want you to do some crazy I seen this one on the news a couple weeks ago That made me sick Some dude was drunk and drove his car over a bridge And in the car they found a tape But they didn't say who it was too Come to think about it His name was... Eminem, the artist from Detroit in the song called Stan, which is censored. Strangely enough, they do that in the United States. They censor uh, songs to protect minors. Strange, they don't censor the guns and uh, all the movies with the guns to protect minors, but they do censor songs. Strange. A lot of good football was being played over the weekend in Europe. Uh, none more interesting than the one uh, game between uh, Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich. This was the game at the top of the Bundesliga. Bayern, before that game, had just one point advantage over Borussia Dortmund, which had uh, Erling Haaland returning uh, to uh, practice and to that game after uh, ankle injury. It all started really, really well for Borussia Dortmund in the fifth minute when Julian Brandt uh, scored after a, a nice combination of all the players of Borussia Dortmund. One goal to nil for Borussia Dortmund and uh, it looked like Borussia Dortmund was going to have a lot to say in that game. But uh, Mats Hummels, who uh, is the player uh, who played both in Borussia Dortmund and Bayern, uh, is not. Mats Hummels is Matt Hummels is not in a great form. He made a number of errors in that game, none more important than the one in the ninth minute when, when he did not clear uh, the ball, uh, which was uh, then deflected by Müller. Uh, Robert Lewandowski got to that ball and scored an equalizer. Then uh, Bayern Munich had uh, probably better chances in the first half with Kingsley Common converting one of them. Uh, so it was two goals to one. But after the break, uh, Borussia Dortmund seems like they have been rejuvenated and Erling Haaland scored an equalizer. Uh, then Borussia Dortmund had more of the game, more chances with uh, uh, with uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically sluggish at that time. Uh, and then uh, we had a situation which probably proved to be pivotal uh, for that game. There was a situation in the penalty box of Bayern Munich when Marco Reus was being fouled by uh, Hernandez of Bayern Munich, but uh, Felix Zweier, the referee, uh, did not award a penalty for Borussia Dortmund, didn't even look uh, at the VAR for this situation, which then met with a lot of criticism from uh, Borussia Dortmund players who are risking uh, some uh, some criticism and uh, risking uh, penalties because obviously you cannot just criticize the referee in the European football. Uh, that situation, the situation looked clear cut. Marco Royce was fouled by uh, Hernandez. And then there was another situation in the penalty box of uh, Borussia Dortmund, this time when uh, uh, Müller was fighting for the ball with Mats Hummels and Mats Hummels was uh, um, uh, decided to have uh, touched the ball uh, with his hand. Uh, the replay showed indeed that he touched the ball with the hand, but uh, he was pushed by Müller earlier. Uh, Mark, uh, and uh, Felix Zweier this time. He did use VAR, he did look uh, through that whole situation, but decided to award a penalty to to. Bayern Munich. Uh, it didn't look the right decision, uh, even after the review. So Felix Zweier uh, did not award Borussia Dortmund penalty and did award a questionable a penalty to Bayern Munich, which was then then converted by Robert Lewandowski for the 3-2 win for Bayern Munich. There were only 15,000 people at that stadium because of COVID restrictions, but still uh, the atmosphere was as uh, it should be for the Classica. 
and uh, Borussia Dortmund should uh, feel that uh, they have been robbed of a victory. Uh, Felix Zweier. It was a strange selection uh, for the referee for this game because uh, Felix Zweier was banned for six months uh, in 2005 for uh, being embroiled in a match-fixing scandal uh, and uh, Felix Zweier was criticised by uh, the um, uh, the players of Borussia Dortmund, both Jude Bellingham and Marco Reus. Uh, Marco Rose, uh, the um, coach of Borussia Dortmund, uh, was protesting um, furiously against these decisions and was booked twice, sent to um, uh, the stands um, for his uh, actions. Uh, so uh, um, the referee at the center of controversy in the game between Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund, which may well decide the championship because now it is Bayern Munich uh, which opened a four-point lead uh, over uh, its rival from North Rhine. In uh, another development at Bundesliga, Jesse Marsch, the American coach of RB Leipzig, was fired after his team lost against Union Berlin uh, two goals to one. Uh, the club released a statement RB Leipzig and head coach Jesse March have mutually agreed to part ways. The decision is the result of an in-depth analysis and intensive discussions after the Bundesliga match against Union Berlin. So RB Leipzig will be traveling to Manchester City for the Tuesday game in the Champions League uh, under Achim Bayer-Lotzer who will uh, who will be the coach uh, or temporary coach in place of Jesse in March. It is not easy for us to part company. I hold Jesse in high regard as a person and as a coach, said the Leipzig CEO Oliver Menzlaff. It is a shame that things did not work out as we had hoped for with this setup and that this step has now become necessary. Unfortunately, the development we were hoping for and the results needed to achieve our goals for the season have not been achieved. So, uh, Julian Nagelsmann, the previous coach of uh, of um, RB Leipzig, is performing really well with Bayern Munich, but Jesse Marsch just couldn't follow his footsteps and uh, was not able to lead Leipzig uh, to any good results this season. Barcelona under new coach Xavi Fernandez was stunned at home by Juan Mi late goal as Real Betis Sevilla inflicted a first defeat on Xavi Hernandez since his return as a manager to the club three weeks ago. The 1-0 victory for Betis was the first for this club at Camp Nou in more than three years and Barca is now in seventh place. Really Really, really falling down. This certainly was not a good development for Barca, who have got the Champions League match at Bayern Munich coming up on Wednesday. Barca really need to get a good result, possibly a win, to get through to the uh, to the um, knockout stage of the Champions League. Uh, Real Madrid, on the other hand, they are leading. Uh, they are ahead of Barca by 16 points after uh, they won 2-0 at Real Sociedad. Sevilla remains second, eight points behind Real Madrid after first half goal from Lucas Ocampo and they won Villarreal, whereas Atletico Madrid conceded twice in the final 10 minutes of their game against Mallorca and suffered a shock defeat to that club. Milan in Serie A went top to the Serie A when they cruised to a victory over Salernitana. I think it was three goals to nil over Salernitana, a nice and comfortable win. Whereas uh, Napoli, who were the leaders up to that point, slipped to the third place after uh, Atalanta came from behind to beat them three goals to two uh, at home at home at Napoli with goals from Ruslan Marinovsky, Mary Demiral and Remo Freuler. Zielinski uh, scored an equalizer for Napoli and then Mertens gave a, a goal ahead a goal for Napoli, but they couldn't hold on uh, to that lead. Roma. 
collapse to a 3-0 defeat at home uh, to uh, Internazionale and we will wonder now what is the future for Jose Mourinho uh, as the coach of that team. Roma is clearly not performing well. In Sunday games, Juventus and manager Allegri his 250th Serie A win. Juan Cuadrado scored from a corner, directly from a corner. A 2-0 victory over, over Genoa for Juventus Turin. So Juventus are now improving the position in Serie A. In Ligue 1, Rennes moved into the second place in style when they beat five goals to nil Saint-Étienne, whereas um, uh, it was um, a strange result for, for Paris Saint-Germain, who only got a draw against um, uh, against. Uh, long uh, and they were really lucky to escape with one point because they were uh, trailing with just uh, a, a few minutes left uh, of that game one all draw at uh, for Paris Saint-Germain against long Nice suffered a 3-0 defeat at home to Strasbourg and uh, a win would have taken them within a point of Rennes in La Liga Rayo Vallecano moved within two points of the top four uh, when they beat uh, at home Espanyol one goal uh, to nil. But in La Liga, it is really a disturbing performance of Barca under Xavi Fernandez, which has got uh, everyone scratching their heads. Barcelona is falling down, like in Lil Peep and XX Extentacion song, falling down. Tentacion falling down. Barca is falling down. To abyss, it seems. 
How about Premier League? Some important games obviously there. West Ham were hosting Chelsea at London Stadium and beat them three goals to two. What a big upset. It seems that uh, West Ham are punching way above the weight. Manuel Ranzini scored a goal, Jared Bowen, but then Artur Baswak, what a strange goal. He was, I think, uh, trying to center the ball into the box and then it went in. Moundy did not expect that. Chelsea, uh, no longer at the top of the Premier League uh, and Manchester United managed to win the first game under the new manager, Ralf Rangnick. Uh, they won against Crystal Palace, but their uh, problems are far from uh, over. Uh, West Ham uh, are reaching uh, the sky, it seems. Roscoe, Roscoe, Jacob's Ladder. With Roscoe, Roscoe, Jacob's Ladder, we'll conclude today's uh, sports news on the 6th of uh, December 2021 at Radio Sport on radiosport.online. DJ Spatz says goodbye.